0: Welcome to this week's episode of Mum Talk. So this week I am chatting with the beautiful Corinne Evans. Corin is a surfer and oh so much else um, down in Newquay, and she is a good friend. And we are chatting about everything pregnancy because we are just two weeks apart. Now, at the time of recording this, she was still pregnant, but Corinne has given birth to a beautiful little baby, Um, so do go and check out her Instagram and you will see all things baby on there. Um, I will leave you with the rest of the podcast, enjoy, and catch up with you next week. How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Yeah. I re- I just realised I just listened to your Instagram and we're exactly two weeks apart because Friday, they've changed how- my day to Friday now. Oh no way! Have they? Yeah. So I'm, I'm now, now okay. I know. I'm now 38 weeks on Friday. Okay. Um. So yeah, exactly two weeks apart. How insane!
1: I know. It's absolutely crazy. I just can't get over how quickly the time has gone.
0: Do you feel like it has? I
1: feel like it has because everyone kept saying to me, oh, it's going to drag. Like you wait. The last bit will just kind of, I don't know, you'll feel like it's taking forever. And I feel like I've just blinked and I'm like, I'm 40 weeks on Friday. And then that means that the baby will be here definitely within the next two weeks which is so
0: I'm like oh my gosh that is a crazy thought isn't it my sister said to me the other day she was like you could be waiting another four weeks for your baby and I was like yeah but that's maximum like four weeks this is it it
1: it will be no more than four weeks no yeah (laughs)
0: oh my goodness (laughs) it is absolutely crazy I do I don't know how um your midwife appointments have gone but I keep like because I feel like the time's going quite slowly now but okay I think it's because I finished teaching yeah. which obviously takes up my time I'm still obviously doing the podcast and like everything sure. else but um f- like physically going out and seeing my clients I've stopped doing so now I'm a bit yeah.
1: like I'm so bored yeah I guess see I'm this I think so this week is my last week working for surf girl I'm, okay. I'm working from home because the office is just too hot and I need to be able to like work on a yoga ball and be able to yeah. get up and wander around um but yes yeah, so I think for me because I've still kind of just kept going and I think I was kind of I, I don't know I kind of sense that the baby probably wasn't going to come before my due date so I was like I'll work up until then yeah. and then we'll see but maybe that's probably why I feel like it's going so quickly because I'm just panicking about like making sure I've got everything ready for like the magazine and stuff while I'm off and not really thinking about baby. And then I think I'll probably get to Friday and I'll be like, oh gosh, okay, actually, now I've got two weeks not really to do anything. Two um, <laughs> <laughs> weeks, you yeah. think it could? Well, like... I think it could. Be do you know what? It'll probably be like in the next few days, which I'm more than happy for it to for it to come. We're definitely getting to the stage where we're. Um, we're ready now are you guys the same You kind of just like
0: come on now absolutely and the fact that we've actually got quite a lot happening in september so yeah I'm, yeah I'm kind of like project baby out because yes i don't want to go i really don't want to go to the end well to i think like the last day i can potentially go into labor would be the 20th of september mm-hmm. um And Hendrik's parents want to come over from France for the first time in, like, 16 years. Okay. And if they come over, Hendrik's only got until the 27th on his leave. So if we go that far, then I'll just have no time with Hendrik and the baby. Yeah,
1: yeah. You won't have that time to kind of figure it all out, which is what I think everyone kind of seems to say they need. It's almost like two weeks to just take it all in Absolutely. not leave the house <laughs> just kind of let it all settle in that you're like you've now got this other person to look after I mean, and try and figure out some kind of routine
0: yeah
1: because i just can't i've been asking my friends so many times like okay so how often do they feed and like when do, do they wake up all the time and i just can't quite get my head around having somebody something there that needs attention basically like 24 7
0: I know right. Everyone keeps saying to me just enjoy your alone time. Enjoy oh my your God, alone I know. time. And I'm like, <laughs> me well, too, yeah. I know, but I'm I'm not I'm not very good when I'm not doing something I like to be always doing something. Yeah, I'm and the same, yeah. Yeah, and I just say to them, yeah, but this isn't enjoyable for me. I'd much yeah. rather the baby was here and then I can just start figuring this stuff out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm the same. I feel like 9 months is actually a really long time to i'm not even prepared because you can't you can only do so much preparation because you just don't know what kind of baby you're going to have yeah but it's just it's such a long time to kind of be waiting for something like okay come on now absolutely. <laughs> i'm ready to try and like you know start that next chapter and take on this new little challenge absolutely yeah
0: have you felt like babies dropped at all or has your midwife yeah. said you're engaged I'm, or yeah
1: the the babies engaged and it actually has been for quite a while now because we thought the baby was breached. So then I went for a positioning scan and it turns out the baby is actually head and get like head down engaged Yay. kind of ready to go which is amazing but I definitely I went to the midwife yesterday and I was just I had that fear that she was going to be like oh it's moved because I'm so close now I just I'm really like come on baby just stay where you are yeah <laughs> just don't move um but it is definitely engaged and I'm, I'm very much starting to get um some kind of cramps and different feelings to the feelings that I've had before. Um and on Friday um just gone, we actually thought we were like on because I definitely started to have some early like contractions, but it turns out I think it was just Braxton Hicks. Oh, um I exciting. know I, Ben was like, oh my gosh, okay, right. And we were like out for dinner. He's like, okay, well let's hurry our dinner and let us go home and he's got this app out to try and like time all the contractions. Oh, bless and and blessed him and then it just stopped. And so we were both like oh, Oh, what an anti climax! <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, but I think from what my midwife has said, she said it's all positive signs that baby is doing. You know, your, well, your body's doing what it's meant to do. It's getting ready for uh, for the mass exit, essentially, yeah. wherever
0: that will be. Oh my gosh, how exciting! I do I find myself. Like watching every single movement or everything that feels slightly different. Last night, I woke up in the middle of the night at about four o'clock, feeling so nauseous and with what felt like a bit of period pain. And I just thought, "Is this it? Is this it?" And then I woke up this morning. I was like, "Oh man, that wasn't it." No, I know because so I I had to see um,
1: another midwife the other week because mine was on annual leave and I. I was like, right, i'm gonna this is gonna sound really stupid i was like but how do i know i'm having a contraction yeah because i have no idea no um, people say you know period pains you'll get cramping from it's usually in the back or you'll get them in your legs as well it's not necessarily where you think you'll have them so, so i've kind of had this in my mind and um Bless the midwife. I was like, well, you know, any kind of feeling, you know, and pains and aches that you start to get, just call up, you know, the number that they say to call up, you know, like when your waters broken, whatever. She's like, because you don't want to be that wife, that woman that's having the baby on the kitchen floor because you yes. didn't think that they were contractions. And I was like, yeah, and that's definitely something I would do because I'm, I'm just like, oh no, it's fine. No, I'm sure this is just a normal pregnancy ache and pain, but. It's just so hard to know because we've never felt these, you know, these feelings before.
0: Absolutely. So the podcast yeah. that I've just put up with my friend Rebecca. Yeah. Um, I was. I'll definitely have a listen to that because I. Was oh, is that? Um, oh, what's her name on Instagram? Some, Somewhat rad.
1: Some, yes. Yeah, I've, I've been following her, and I'm really eager to listen to. Yeah. Her
0: yeah her story so Definitely yeah, I'll listening that later. because I was asking her I was like what does it feel like what can you compare contractions to and she's yes. like you can't you just can't oh, she said okay <laughs> to start with it's a little bit like period pain but yeah. kind of a hundred times that um yeah. and then she was saying because you know in like the movies your waters go or yeah. you have like a bloody show or something yeah, like yeah completely well she didn't get any of that her waters only went when she was fully dilated at 10 centimeters yeah. and she'd never got a bloody show so she, and she went straight into labor like that she literally wow went straight into intensive labor um no no, no signs no nothing yeah just yeah, cracked yeah on with contractions and I was thinking, oh my god, I want a sign. I want at yeah, least a sign. <laughs> I know. Well, when my when my midwife came around
1: to do the birth plan, she was basically saying, she was like, look, some women's waters don't break. We they have to have them broken for them. Some women don't get a show, um, and it was just kind of like, right, okay, well, what do you it's get all then? so vague. <laughs> yeah, That's I know. what I don't like. I'm like but i want to know what i'm going to have i know <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, crazy, it's crazy isn't it? yeah and i think for me i can't deal with the um like the waiting now and not having that date because i've tried to almost put my due date to the back of my mind because it essentially doesn't really mean a great deal does it you know yeah. it's kind of good to have a gauge and for me it's like okay well from my due date i know i will have the baby within 2 weeks after that
0: yeah
1: um but it's like, yeah, it's just not kind of, I mean, you know, we've not really made any plans. Like, neither of us went to boardmasters because we were like, well, the baby could potentially come because the midwife, when she came around, she's like, well, look, this is the time you kind of need to be on lockdown, essentially. Yeah. Um, so Ben's been on like a a two two one to two beer maximum if he's gone out. <laughs> I just
0: feels so <laughs> bad when he
1: comes home and I'm like... No, still no baby sorry <laughs> <laughs> but what could you do it's just um yeah we, we've tried to not put our lives on hold but then also I really I get like this fear that I just don't want to be like too far away from home and things happen and it kind of be a bit of a rush and a
0: panic absolutely yeah what's um what are your birth preferences what are you thinking about doing
1: so because we're actually really lucky um down here we've got a beautiful midwife-led, um, like, unit up at trellis, which oh. opened, I think it actually opened, like, at the start of this year, like, early January. Oh, wow, um, it's brand new. Yeah, and so one of my, um, one of my best friends actually had her baby, um, I think she had her baby at the start of January in there, and she'd had one at Penrice, and she'd also had one at Trellisk just on the normal ward, and she just was like, honestly, Corinne, it's beautiful. You actually feel like you're in like a hotel. They've got like oh different God. rooms and seascapes and, and all, I don't know what your midwives have been like, but down here, the midwives, just so lovely. Like, yeah. I honestly, I cannot, I've, yeah, they've, every single one I've seen has just, and even at the hospital have just made me feel so comfortable and just, yeah, like just so lovely to be around. So for me, it was kind of like a bit of a no-brainer because they've got birth pools as well. And I really like the idea of having the water birth. I was just like, yeah, definitely for the first because I have like my normal kind of reservations because I've never done this before and I don't really know what to expect. And also I think more for Ben because I think he, he will feel even more out of control because he's not the one delivering the baby and... They are, you know, obviously I've kind of done quite a lot of research and he is too, but maybe not to the extent that I have. Mm. And um, I definitely felt like maybe he would feel more comfortable if we were somewhere that, not that I knew, you know, I'm trying to be super positive that things aren't going to go wrong. But if they do... It's not, you know, it's quite an easy transition because yes. for us, August, you know, we didn't really plan this very well. i was due around August Bank holiday, busiest time <laughs> of the year in Cornwall and yes. for the hospitals in Newquay. And we were just like, oh, gosh, what have we done? Um, but it's, it's so, so hard because I love the idea of having a water birth not a water, well yeah a water birth at home mm.
0: um and I
1: know because that is that what you're going for or you're considering
0: no we've decided now to go to the birthing center okay yeah because but you
1: were weren't you It was definitely kind of something you were thinking about absolutely doing. yeah absolutely. I think definitely you know we we plan to have more and I think for my second as long as there's no major complications and I don't have to you now have to have like a a c-section for my next one yeah. I think a home birth would just be so
0: nice it would be I mean I think yeah. that the cutoff off for us was when the midwife came around and kind of did the home visit and said didn't quite realize how far you were and from mm. calling the ambulance to getting yeah. help in the hospital you're going to be about 50 minutes yeah and I just which is such a long time it's something yeah it's not too bad for me but for the for the baby if there's anything wrong with the baby and if it was a Saturday night in Exeter this is it yeah and I because I've obviously I've been
1: chatting to a lot of my friends about their um, their birth experiences and they've no one's you know told me any horror stories but they've been quite honest and open and um, one of my friends who had a baby, she was planning to have her baby at Penn Rice, which I think is kind of like an hostile area. Right. And there were slight complications and she has had to be blue lighted from there to Trellisk. And she said that basically completely ruined her labour experience because oh. it was quite traumatic. It ended up slowing the labour. She kind of stopped, um, whereas she was progressing quite well. But it just basically kind of, I think, I think she started to get really tired and the baby was struggling yeah. And for me, that kind of is just like, well, yeah, I don't, I want to kind of try and cut out any, any possibility for any like negative, dramatic, you know, like one born every minute type experience. Do you know Have what you I been mean? watching that? I've never no, seen I watched, it. So I watched one and it it was really interesting for me because I hadn't actually um, seen or done, I kind of done much research on um, babies being born through caesarean. Right. So they had a natural birth with a lady who had preeclampsia and then they had um, a, a caesarean, um, a baby born through caesarean. And I found it really interesting because I didn't kind of realise how. Um, Almost uh, not drugged up, but it sounds terrible, but how kind of out of it the mums were.
0: Yeah.
1: And it just, it actually made me really emotional because I was just like, oh gosh, that's really not what I want. But obviously, we don't get to de- decide what we yeah. want sometimes and it's taken out of our control. But it just made me aware of if I do have to go through a cesarean, what will be, what like kind of the, the process. And it was really interesting. But apart from that, I didn't enjoy the programme and I've just watched my own... what well, I've, I've Googled, like, positive births and water births because I was like, I need to decide if I actually want a water birth because I think I do because I feel comfortable in the water, but I need to see what it's like. And because most mums end up delivering the babies themselves... Yes. I kind of needed to... That's quite a big thing as well. I was like, oh, God, do I want to be the one to deliver my own baby? And... There's just so many, so many questions and it's such a big decision and ultimately it can all change. You know, it's just like the preference, isn't it? It's like this is my birth preference, but obviously the baby could have other ideas and... I could end up having to have an unplanned c-section I just don't know no have
0: you shown Ben pictures of um what babies look like when they come out in the water
1: (laughs) yeah he has seen them because they don't look like obviously
0: when you watch films they're just
1: beautiful like rosy cheeked angelic babies aren't they oh my gosh I know in reality I showed (laughs)
0: Hendrik because I just said you need to see this because you're going to freak out and think that there's something wrong with the baby if you see Yeah, they're kind of because they're covered in or...
1: yeah. They're covered in lots. It's I don't know what it's actually called, but obviously they kind of look a little bit um a bit like ET. was do, he very well. Don't they? <laughs>
0: they do. Yeah, <laughs> they absolutely do. Yeah. Did you do um Did you do NCT in the end? Um, no, I
1: didn't actually. Um, I opted to um, I purchased the Positive birth Company. Oh, I mean, you you've done oh, yeah. it, haven't you actually, yeah. yeah. So I I did that. And then I spoke to quite a few of my friends. I'm really lucky. I've got an amazing group of girls um, well women around me who have got two or three children each. And I was like, okay, guys, what what's the deal with these these classes? Like, do you think I should go to them? And they kind of basically didn't think that the ones down here were that beneficial yeah and it's so hard with me because I'm working so much and Ben this is like our busiest time of year and I was like I can't take a day off to go to a class that I could probably find out the information at home in the evening do you see what I mean it was just not just kind of didn't really work for us. Mm. Um, So I've just basically, I've asked a whole lot of questions (laughs) to my friends. I've just been reading books or I found the Positive Birth Company, like the the most amazing, oh God, it's just taught me so much. And it's really quick. The videos are quite like, you know, it doesn't drag out. And yeah, I think that's definitely been the one that's really helped educate me on what's to come.
0: And it's so good. The, the, the one of the yeah. only things with the NCT that um, you were mentioning about C section is you almost yeah. like role play a C section. So you kind of you're surrounded by because there's there's I think there's like ten to fifteen people in the room when you have a C section. Yeah, C-section. yeah. So that was quite interesting um, to actually feel what that would be like.
1: Yeah, with um, all eyes on you, sort
0: of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly yeah but, I mean my n c t was great. I did enjoy it, but that's good because of the podcast and because of kind of all the research that I'd done anyway, I definitely didn't necessarily need to go
1: <laughs> no no and this is it, and I think for some some women, they find it really beneficial, and also if they don't necessarily have um any friends around them with children or any like close friends nearby, it's probably a great way for them to connect with other. New mums and that yeah. sort of thing, but I just de- I just didn't really feel like I I needed that. No, I find it hard enough to see like all my friends as it is. And I was like, oh god, imagine if, if I would make a whole new group of mummy friends. I'm not going to have any time to
0: <laughs> to see anyone. <laughs> yeah. oh so what? Um, you're stopping on Friday work, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm stopping.
1: So, so I've got like obviously my jobs are quite, um, well. I guess I have, like, my surf girl job, which is the one that's I'll be stopping on Friday. Well, I think my last day is actually tomorrow. And then I have another job, which I am going to continue to do, but it's very much like I'm kind of working really hard now so that all I have to do is get, you know, get the content out there. So I just manage, like, a couple of other social media accounts. Right. Um, and then Ben's going to kind of step in and just help publish things and just get blog posts live. Um, basically, we just... I'm so, I'm so busy and I've also felt like I've worked really hard to build up the, you know, like the relationships that I've got with the brands that I work with. I just didn't want to lose that. No. So I'm very much going to try and work through motherhood and not, I'm taking six weeks off Surf Girl. But apart from that, I'm just going to try and kind of juggle everything, which I know probably some people will think is absolutely crazy, but I almost don't feel like I have a choice um, because of my circumstances being self-employed. I'm also like because of my sponsorship contracts, I'm not entitled to um, maternity or if I am, it just doesn't work out financially for us to take that and drop all my current contracts. Yeah. Um, so I kind of am in, in a position where I kind of have to work yeah. um, and I don't necessarily want to, I can't put all that pressure on Ben to bring in enough money to pay for our mortgage you know what I mean and I was like okay no, I'm, I'm so <laughs> stubborn and I was like well I've worked really hard for you know to keep to get these jobs and I don't want to lose them and I always feel like god I'm so people are so easily replaceable and because being self-employed you kind of don't necessarily have any um security like you do if you're in an employee no. you know an employed job so yeah so I'm, I'm going to take a, a short break from surf girl and then go back in for a little meeting in October to just discuss how how things will work, whether I'll work from home, whether I'll go into the office for half a day a week for meetings and then come home for the rest. Um, and just figure it all out. I'm in a good position where I can obviously work from home, which is great. I have a little office that I work from um, so I can work around the baby. And I still I think I'm just gonna basically try and try and be Wonder Woman and do it all. So I don't Good know how it will go, but
0: we will see. <laughs> Good for you. I mean it's so difficult, yeah. isn't it? Because I, oh, I yeah. absolutely because I obviously having to build all my yoga and then because it's a physical thing, there's not really yeah. anything I can do about it. <laughs> exactly. This yeah, this is it. You have you
1: yeah, you will whatever happens with your pregnant your labour, you will have to have time out. It's the same with me and surfing, like I I don't know when I'm going to be back in the water. Mm-hmm. I can't wait, but I have no idea.
0: No, and you just think, you know, you've built up all of these clients and yeah, build up everything, and they're just going to go to another teacher, which is absolutely fine. And then it's like you've got to start from scratch Completely. all over again. And yeah. I just, I have just had to accept that and just be like, you know what, it is what it is. This is yeah. just natural progression of yeah. what you know, where my life is at the moment. But it's very difficult, isn't it, to watch other people. Who aren't at that point in their lives, and you're just like, oh my god, should I, I, be, doing should I, I? Should I be doing that? I know. I know. Should I be doing And then, yeah, that's why I'm trying to keep it kind of everything else going at the same time. But I've had, yeah. I had a mare with my, um, my statutory maternity allowance. Yeah. Self employed. I am. I um, applied for it all as I should. I, I did yeah. my tax return back in May. Paid my tax return. Everything was fine got an email saying yeah you know you'll get the 140 quid a week or whatever it is yeah um which is hardly anything <laughs> i know I, it's so depressing when oh, you actually think about it isn't I it know, it's awful and then um and then i got another letter Literally, So i got that letter back in july got another letter about three days ago um saying or just before the weekend saying you're only going to get 27 pounds a week. <gasps> And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And so I called up and they're like, you haven't paid your national insurance. I was like, yes, I have. I paid it back in May and I've paid it for the last 10 years. Yeah. I know I've paid it. Anyway, it was just a massive error on their part. Oh, but now, God. after numerous phone calls, it's going to take about two or three weeks to sort out. And I'm in a very lucky position. I have Hendrik, obviously. Yeah. But I really felt the responsibility for... You know, to represent single mums and people who don't have anyone to fall yeah. back on. Because imagine if you're a single mum and you'd finished Oh my gosh. Finish and work. you're
1: relying on that money. And yeah. you will have taken, you will have come up on, on maternity already. Exactly. You know, if, if you're looking at your scenario, like when you're due, you will yeah. have, you definitely will have. Yeah. It's disgusting, isn't it? I just think... I know, like, we we had such a nightmare trying to even find out if I was entitled to it. And because there's payments that I cannot stop from no. my sponsorship um, and contracts. And it kind of just got to the point where I felt like it was so stressful and they make it so difficult. And I was just like, I'm in a very privileged position where I can carry on doing a little bit of work, and still have an income, and I'm lucky that I have a husband who has a, you know, a good salary as well, and together that will keep keep us comfortable, but like you say, the women out there who are doing this by themselves, and the, and the fathers who are in yeah. situations where they're having to raise a child by themselves, it's just, oh yeah, it's just, it makes me so angry, and like, yeah. like you say, and it's an error, but that's a massive error that now is going to take time to them to sort out and I love how people they're just like oh yes I'm sorry but it it's just a, an error on our part and you're
0: like oh okay that's fine then <laughs> the first two people that I spoke to were just they just were not bothered and then finally when I, I called back again I got someone else and she said I am so so sorry and I really felt like saying you're clearly a mum
1: <laughs> because yes, yes. You,
0: you must know what this feels like yes. And but the other two just couldn't care less they, they were just like well you're just going to have to wait there's nothing else we can do I'm like yes but i have stuck to all of your deadlines i have done everything by the book to make sure that this all goes through perfectly and i made the payments back in may so what you know (sighs) it's ridiculous that is crazy ridiculous oh my gosh i know patient so what's ben doing for paternity um so
1: he's going to take um he's definitely going to take one week off he's also self-employed um so it's it's a bit tricky, but the, it's, in a sense, it's quite great because he, he works really close. Like, honestly, he's a, like a five minute drive away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he's taking the first week off and then we're going to see how the second week goes. Um, if he feels like, you know, I'm OK and he can kind of go back to the office. And he was thinking about maybe like banking that week and being able to kind of spread it out over period of time or in a few months time when everyone kind of says actually you do need a bit more help come like three months yeah then maybe he can take a bit more time off then um but we're just totally just gonna have to go with the flow yeah you know if he has to either drop a day or do a day at home so that I can get some of my work done and we can co-parent together then we'll look into that option um but it's um yeah it's just such a tricky one and i've obviously you know down here i have my mum um and i have like gra- uh, like my grandparents Oh, but, that's great but my mum still works um she works like four days a week so she, i know on her her one like her her friday off or whatever she gets she'll definitely want to kind of come and look after baby yeah. but ben's parents live in somerset and you know it's just it's just so hard isn't it i think people just obviously if you've got all your family down here it's and if they don't work it's quite not easy but you can definitely you've got childcare that you can kind of just call up on um whereas it's not going to be that easy for us <laughs> yeah. but I, I yeah, so I don't really know how we're going to work things but I just like you just manage don't you you know everyone people do it some people go back to work straight away full time and and manage it so We'll just, we're we'll just, yeah, we're gonna wing it, I think. I think that's, that's kind that's of our motto. We'll just wing it and just see what
0: happens and go with the flow. Absolutely. I think that's, <laughs> yeah. I think if, if you're able to do that, then that's yeah. the best way forward because then you won't hold yourself to anything and. This is it, yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. I hope, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite scary
1: though, isn't it, when you just. I don't know I I feel like I'm just pretending and when I talk about it I feel like sometimes I'm talking about someone else's life and that I've just I'm just going to be pregnant forever now and not that actually like the two of us will become three and they will then turn into a (laughs) a 15 year old
0: an 18 year old you know not just this little baby no it's crazy It it is absolutely and it was when I had my growth scan I think that I really really realized that this baby has to come out one way or yes. another. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, my God, this is actually real. This, well, this my midwife offered happen.
1: me a stretch and sweep uh, yesterday.
0: Yeah.
1: And I was like, oh, no, 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 not not just yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I think <laughs> I said to her, I was like, well, like, in all honesty, I was like, I don't really like the idea of them. She's like, I don't blame you. They're not the most pleasant things. And I was like, okay, that's good that you're on my on my side with this
0: yeah but
1: then at the same time I was just like oh gosh no because I'm just not quite ready yet we've still got a couple of things to sort out and um I don't really want to like bring on the baby too early yeah <laughs> it's just yeah obviously it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to go into the labor but that's what they do to kind of help bring it on yeah. just yeah my instant reaction was no I'm fine I was like I didn't even have to think about that it just came out
0: straight away (laughs) have you got everything ready I saw that you've got your pram which looks very cool oh gosh yeah we've got a pram super snazzy yeah
1: it's really cool so yeah no we've pretty much we've got we've got I think we've got everything we need for the first few months yeah um I do want to get Um, I'm just waiting on a couple of wraps arriving. Um, I've got, obviously, the Ergo carrier. Yeah. I want some softer wraps. Ones that, like, Ben can probably use just to get that skin-on-skin contact as well with the baby. Um, Which ones have you gone for? There's a company called in um, Australia. I can't remember what they're called, actually. They begin with a V. I'm terrible with names. I found them on Instagram because I'm really, really fussy with, you know, it's quite, they're quite a fashion statement if you're wearing them all the time and yeah. I didn't necessarily want any like ones that were too bright because I want Ben to be able to potentially wear one even if it's just at home do you know yeah. what I mean and I don't think you would maybe want a leopard print one even though I have <laughs> definitely ordered a leopard print one for myself because that's quite cool um but yeah and then we want to get um uh some swaddles yes to like to help, help them sleep because uh, Ben watched a little video yesterday is bless him I think I'm very much focusing on the birth and the trying to stay as like positive and calm as possible and he's very much on the sleep mission (laughs) he's like how do we get them to sleep what do we do (laughs) I can see his area of of concern um because he loves his sleep and I think that's that's the one thing that he's definitely a little bit worried about Mm. um so he was like, Well, apparently they sleep so much better when they are in a swaddle and um we're guessing one of those dreams um dream sheep, you know, is it um you in the dreams? Oh, cheap? you in the dreams. Oh my yeah. god, he's brilliant. We've got yeah. one, he is brilliant. Okay, cool. So yeah, so we're I'm like making sure we've got the right um, sleep bags and stuff. So yeah, we're nearly there. There's just a couple more things. But it's so hard for us because we also don't know we don't know the gender of the baby. Um ah. And that really does make things quite difficult yeah. because although a lot of brands are great at kind of designing gender-neutral clothing and uh, and items, there are some that are very much blue and pink. And yes. not that it matters at all, but I still feel a little bit like, well, am I? I don't. Am I just presuming I'm having a girl if I buy pink or blue? Or um, yeah, we're kind of like well, certain things. We're like, well, let's just wait and see. And as long as we have something for it to sleep in yeah, and we've got some, yeah, we've got some nappies and you know what I mean, we've got the essentials, anything else we can just order. Well, that's and the thing,
0: isn't it? Stuff goes yeah, so
1: quickly these days. Completely. And I know that we'll probably be inundated with gifts and presents and people yeah. wanting to to lend us things. So we're just, yeah,
0: just going to wait and see. I went from no clothes to so many clothes after yeah, my baby, after your shower. baby shower yeah and so. <laughs> the, did you see my baby shower where we painted baby grows yeah they look so cute I know they're amazing but I now have so many freaking baby grows oh it is gosh. ridiculous <laughs>
1: but apparently you do get through them because yeah. they have like leaky nappies or they'll, they'll dribble milk or do you know what I mean yeah. so I think it's not a bad thing, but it is a bit like. Is this? I think that, to be honest, that's kind of all they wear, really, isn't it, for the, for a while? Because it's just so comfy. Well, that's what I thought, and because we're yeah. going
0: into the cooler temperatures. This, this is it, yeah. And then they'll sleep in some as well, won't they? So probably. And we've got yeah. these. We've got some grow bag things. Oh
1: yes, I listened to the um, the podcast actually mm. with um, yeah the grow bags. Yeah,
0: you should you should definitely have a look. I mean, they're they're yeah. everywhere now, um, mm. but they're meant to really. Be good for sleep and also they're so easy to put on rather than like a okay. swaddle like a yeah, swaddle yeah. muslin thing yeah and that's what
1: easy. I want I just want I want easy
0: yes, I want it stress-free exactly. because
1: if I'm having to do things in the middle of the night exactly. I just want it to be done with ease So what's
0: your sleeping plan? What's your kind of, are you, have you got like a next to me crib or like a snooze pod or what are you doing?
1: No, we've got, so we've got the Moses basket, which we're going to put next to us. And I think we're going to see how they are in that. Mm. And that will determine whether we then want to get... A snooze pod, Mm. because I've heard so many so many people have said they're amazing. Definitely get one. And then I have had friends who are like, "Oh, I was fine in a Moses basket." So yeah, it's kind of it's so hard, isn't it? I feel like you're probably the same. You feel a little bit bombarded with all the things that you're told to buy.
0: Mm. Like,
1: do I do I need them? I don't know. And I know there are certain things like the grow bags. It's proven that they are really great for for the babies, like health and safety, for example. So that's a no-brainer. But then it's like, well, do, do they necessarily need to have all these other little things no, like, like baby not. baths and day, you know what I mean? All those kind of things. So we're our plan is to obviously have the baby in with us in the Moses basket next to me, and I will probably because I'd like I obviously I want to breastfeed, things crossed, that all goes fine, yeah, and the baby's feeding well. Um and so for the first I guess for the first, first month or so I'll probably be doing all the feeding, but then I really want to try and get them onto one bottle feed a day. Mm-hmm. Just in the like maybe the last one at night, so that I can get an earlier night so that when I'm up doing the ones in the early hours of the morning, it maybe doesn't feel so bad. But obviously yeah. you just you just don't know because a lot of babies don't necessarily want to take the bottle if they've got the option of a boob
0: <laughs> so one thing we learned on the nct course because we had an yeah. afternoon of breastfeeding okay with yeah. a breastfeeding specialist and she said that there is an optimal time of between four and six weeks that if you okay. want to start expressing because hendrick's obviously really keen as i'm sure ben is to do yeah. a feed he'd really like yeah, to. totally
1: yeah i think it's and after chatting to um my friends whose husbands have have, have done that. Mm. They basically said it was such a lovely bonding experience for yeah. them. And because they definitely feel a little bit like a spare part for yeah. quite a while, it's really nice for them to have that um, connection and that involvement, I think. Yeah, absolutely. But so, she, what was the time frame? I need to make a note of this. <laughs> it, was,
0: it was between four to six weeks. So, okay. it, because if you leave it too long and you go, yeah. I mean, I'm sure this is different for every baby, but she was just saying as a guideline, if you leave it too long, Baby then won't want to take the bottle. Sure. If you yeah. do it too early, you run the risk of them preferring the bottle because they get a lot more milk um, yeah. and not wanting to go back to your boob because they have to work hard. Completely. For it. Yeah. So I was almost thinking like the first, yeah, first
1: couple of weeks, not even really thinking about it, and then maybe trying to introduce one bottle as like their and and like their evening feed, for example. Yeah. Um, but we'll just have to see but I feel like it would be lovely to be able to do that because then I can you know the baby can have some time with my mum maybe without me you know and if I do have to go into work for a meeting it isn't the end of the world if I can't breastfeed if I can just express and then have the bottle even if it's just for the two hours that I'm not there yeah um but it's just I've got all these kind of rough ideas and plans of what we think we'd like to do but we just you just do not know how the baby's going to be um but yeah I just want to my big thing is I just want to stay calm I just really want to try and be calm and relaxed throughout all of it and I know there's going to be times where I feel like probably screaming into a pillow or crying all day (laughs) but (laughs) If I can scream into a pillow, the baby doesn't necessarily sense that I'm stressed and that's fine. Oh. I just Do you know what I mean? I just want to try and create a calm baby and that's kind of been my like my um, mantra throughout the whole pregnancy. Yes. I think because we've had such wonderful weather, yeah, it's been really hot, but it's really helped me relax and I've been so chilled out, probably the most chilled out that I've ever been. Um And it's been so nice, and I'm really hoping that because I'm so relaxed, I will
0: then have a relaxed baby. That's my theory, but I just don't know if that's going to happen. I'm sure about, I'm sure, I mean, I'm holding on to the fact that when I went for my 20 week scan, baby just would not move, and she was already in child's pose, like yoga, child's pose, and I was like, that's brilliant, I'm having a yoga baby. Amazing, yeah. And I don't know about yours, but my, my little one in here, she doesn't kick a huge amount, she's pretty mellow, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. and I'm really hoping that that's a sign of what's to come
1: <laughs> yeah definitely My, I think recently I've noticed that obviously because now they're so big yeah there's just not much room they I'm getting the same movements in the same positions because obviously it's now it's in its position ready hopefully for birth yeah um, but yeah so I'm kind of yeah I'm not necessarily getting kicks it's more kind of squirmy isn't it yeah it's more like oh bum sticking out here and I think that's a foot and yeah but it uh, I think you know what that's that's what I'll miss
0: the movements
1: oh they're just so amazing aren't they that first I remember that first flutter that I felt and I was just like oh my god that was the baby and it's just such a magical experience it was unbelievable and then from then when they you really start to feel them and then when your husband gets to feel them too oh
0: it's just oh I loved it it was so funny the other day I gave Hendrick a hug and as I gave Hendrick a hug she properly whacked me (laughs) And Hendrik felt it and it was absolutely no it was so brilliant. And Hendrik was like, yeah. Oh my god, was that the baby? I was like, Yep, she wants to kick you. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's so brilliant. It was so funny. Um, you know when we spoke the other day you mentioned about um you were seeing the midwife weekly, um, was it? Yeah, every week, yeah. Could you chat are you happy to chat um a yeah, little bit just about about that? Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, so basically, I can't quite remember what uh, which midwife appointment it was, like how many weeks. But I basically went just for like my normal routine checkup, and they noticed that the baby had got um, an abnormal heartbeat. So it has got an, an ectopic beat, which basically means that it kind of—I'm probably going to get this wrong—but it basically means that it it beats absolutely fine for like a series of time, and then. There's an extra beat where there shouldn't be one. Right. And so obviously, like my midwife was amazing when she told me she was like, Don't worry, she was like, This is actually really common. And she was asking, like, have you been having a lot of caffeine? And I was like, Well, I literally have I had like one coffee, one caffeinated coffee a day, yeah. and that was it. And she was like, Well, that's not enough. She's like, obviously, if you were one a, a pregnant woman who was craving Coca-Cola and drinking that twenty-four seven, then that would be the obvious reason why your baby has the ectopic beat and I was like okay but that wasn't the issue but I have completely come off caffeine now anyway just to I thought I'd just try it yeah and so they basically what they kind of did is I had so I had my midwife appointment on the Wednesday for example and then they got me back in on the Saturday just to check to see If after like 48 hours, if the heartbeat still had this ectopic beat, and if it did, then I'd have to go for a scan. Um, So I went in on a Saturday, and Ben Kemmries came with me this time, and um, yeah, definitely still had the ectopic beat. So the midwives were like, Well, it's fine, we'll pop you in for a scan. Um, So that was like the following week, um, so they could look at the heart development. And so it was really amazing. I mean, I've had to have a couple of extra scans now, and obviously. It's all just to check the house with the baby. But it's also been really lovely because I'm like, oh, I get to see the baby again, which you wouldn't normally get unless you had private scans. Um, But So we went in um, and again, the the specialists were just amazing and talked through everything. They monitored the heart for quite a while and they pulled up the um the beats on a graph so that we could see and they could determine how regularly the ectopic beat was occurring and it wasn't it, it didn't happen that often but it was definitely still there so they basically called it i think like a prem, like premature development of one of the valves they could okay. see that there were no there was not there wasn't a hole in the heart it was pumping blood fine but it just basically meant that almost the heart was a little bit younger than the rest of the baby essentially. Right. Um so I just had to carry on going in for weekly checkups. And for the first I would say for like the first three weeks after that, it still had That topic beat and I'd be lying if it didn't I said it didn't stress me out and after the first appointment I did have like a proper breakdown and I was like oh my god what if my one coffee a day is killing this baby and I was like what have I done is it my fault because you just do and I'm sure there's going to be mums listening that will probably think when if they've had any complications that they just the first person you blame is yourself and it's not and I think after you know, my mum was amazing. She was like doing loads of research and Ben was the same. And then when we actually spoke to a lot of people, they were like, oh, yeah, I've got an ectopic beat or my baby had an ectopic beat. And you suddenly then realise how um, common it is. And I was like, OK, well, let's just keep calm and think positive thoughts and stop having the caffeine, which I don't know whether that made a difference or just the fact that the baby had more, has had more time to develop but touch wood for the past four weeks there's been no ectopic beats so it's all absolutely fine yeah so it's really good because it means that now basically what they kind of said was if the baby still had the ectopic beats up until labour I wouldn't be classed as high risk which was my number one concern because I really didn't want to have to go into that category and then that kind of rule out some of my preferences so it's really lovely that that wasn't going to happen anyway but all it meant is that if the baby was born with an ectopic beat it would just have to have an ECG and then they'd kind of address the situation after that and but luckily we don't have to go through that so that's really nice. Oh I'm so happy for you. Yeah it's really good because it's such a worry you're like they're in me but I have no idea what's going on Do yeah. you know what I mean if everything's developed and from 20 weeks it's such a long time
0: it's such to meet your time.
1: child it's crazy because you actually don't have the scan after 20 weeks do you no no no, no. I mean I've yeah. had
0: one extra one because of a growth scan but yeah for those who don't have I mean my midwife did say it's very rare that you don't get at least one growth scan yeah yeah um but I think it's a uh, I think it's crazy because I don't I know about you, as well. but I, sh- she kind of has days where she doesn't move that much, and then <laughs> yeah, no, the day I afterwards, know. she'll be like a flipping football player. Yeah, yeah, completely. And I, I'm always just thinking, oh, God, how, I mean, I just I just wish I could just see and just double-check oh, everything's gosh, fine. Oh, gosh, I'm exactly the
1: same. Like, I almost wish my stomach be- be- could become see-through, and I'd be like, yeah, you're okay, okay, you're in the right position, yeah, you're all good, <laughs> but you just can't. Because I had to then have another scan not that long ago because they, so that my baby has been transverse pretty much the entire time. So across the stomach, which has been really uncomfortable and also made me look smaller than I actually am because the baby, my stomach hasn't been sticking out. It's been kind of bulging across. So it's made me look almost, I guess, a little bit wider. Um. Apparently, it's quite a comfortable position for babies to get themselves into. Um, but so the midwife was monitoring this as well, and then we went the <laughs> we went one other one of the other weeks, and um, she was like, "Oh, it's really strange. I can feel the baby is transverse. She's like, but it also feels like it's engaged." And then just chucked the passing comment of, "There's definitely not two in there, is there?" Oh my god! I was like, "Oh my god, don't do that to me." I actually remember I grabbed her arm and I was like. Please, please don't say this too. Oh my goodness! <laughs> because Can you we imagine? just started to get everything, and I, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to go and buy double of everything, and we, we're gonna have to buy a bigger house. And my brain just literally went on overdrive. And I was like, no, Corinne, bring it back in. There's probably only one. But luckily, they were like, we'll just book you in for a positioning scan to just see where the baby is because we can't quite figure it out. So. There is only one baby, which is great because not that I'm adverse to having twins, but I would have liked to have known from from the word go, not at 30 odd weeks. (laughs) Um, But yes, but then it turned out the baby was actually head down, engaged. So again, we got to see the baby and they checked checked the heart and it was looking all healthy. So I feel in in a way it's been actually really lovely to have two extra scans. Um just uh just for my peace of mind I think more than anything because like you said you just worry so much because you don't know like some days like yeah mine's exactly the same some days they move non-stop and then some days I'm like oh god have I actually felt them today and and, I, and then I have but it's maybe not been as prominent as other days yeah yeah so, so all of it, I think from the moment you find that you're pregnant I think to
0: the moment you die you just worry don't you <laughs> I I, I yeah. think it could be like that, I think it could be worryingly, it'll yeah. be alright, we'll be feeding at like 3am in the morning and I'll just be texting you, yeah. <laughs> no. we can keep each other company. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Oh, oh gosh, we've got all that to come. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I know, isn't it crazy that this will yeah. all happen in, yeah. I mean literally in the next couple of weeks. Yes, it's, it really I, mean, I definitely feel like my I had so much energy last week and this week I feel like I'm getting more spurts of energy and then I'm yeah. absolutely knackered in That's between exactly those spurts. That's what happened to me,
1: yeah. So I felt absolutely fine. Like I felt like I could work all day and I could still do things in the evening yeah. and go for walks and just kind of carry on with like my normal daily life. I think for me, I have definitely haven't really been doing... That much in the way of exercise recently because I'm just so tired. I'll yeah. do like the bare minimum and it'll be a lot of loose stretching or just sitting on my yoga ball, which I class as exercise. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> yeah, but I I've really noticed these last two weeks I have to have a nap in the day. Really? And yesterday I had to have two 20-minute naps just to get through the day because I, and it's weird, it it just hits me, I'll be absolutely fine, and I'll be at my computer, and I'll be trying to read an email, or write an article, and I'm like, oh no, I can't, I need to sleep, and then I'm just trying to listen to my body, because, because I can work at any time of day, it really doesn't matter, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky in that sense, so I can just kind of, I've been setting my phone for like half an hour, so I can have like a little half an hour nap, and then I'm up, and I feel so much better, and I don't know whether that's my body kind of, trying to train me for when the baby comes so that you know often people say that you should sleep when the baby sleeps but i don't know i just think for me i'm just trying to make sure i I rest up and listen to my body because although the main development is done it's still such an exhausting process like you know these last few weeks just carrying the baby and get your body preparing for birth i just yeah I'm trying to listen to my body and just stop when I have
0: to stop. You're very, very, very sensible because I hate <laughs> napping. I oh, hate it. It yeah. makes me I feel know. rubbish. Just, no, so I'm the I'm
1: I'm the world's worst. Like if I even if I've been out on like a big night and out and I've had quite a lot of wine, I will be that person that wakes up at seven o'clock like, Okay, ready, let's do yeah. something and then I will refuse to nap. But there's something in me. I don't know. I feel like it was a couple of my friends have said to me they're like, really, really, treasure this first pregnancy because you can sleep when you want, you can have a bath when you want, whereas when you have another child to look after, it does become a lot harder to do yeah. those things, and you almost don't get that opportunity to stop, yeah, and I think because I've heard that so many times, okay really enjoy this and even though I'm still working and I probably could be enjoying it even more having spa treatments or going for lunches and whatever just that that little nap or that random bath in the middle of the day to kind of sort my achy back out I'm really trying to like indulge myself in yeah good for you I, I really need to do that I do yeah to do, do and start doing it now because I didn't I it's taken me ages to kind of finally acknowledge that I should actually really be enjoying this time and this yeah. time for myself yeah because as much as like I'm trying to treasure my moments with Ben but I'm also trying to treasure the moments just by myself yes I need to do that I'm even just, silly I'm things wishing like my friends say like you can't go to the toilet without <laughs> when you have a toddler they're just like walking in and they want to get in the bath with you and I'm like oh my gosh and as lovely as that will be I know that I'll be sat there thinking oh remember those days yeah. where I could bath by myself or <laughs> yeah just have a nap on the sofa and watch a bit of trashy tv without being interrupted and yeah it's the it's the little things that I'm really trying to appreciate
0: I need but. to. I need to. I need yeah. to. I need to do that. I. I had like my first bath. I think I had maybe two baths during this pregnancy, for some oh reason. Oh my god! I know. Oh, I don't just know why. I not get out of the bath. Honestly, I just, I just haven't been craving them anyway. And then this evening, I was like, "Yes, I am going to have a bath tonight." Yeah, because I've been loving them. So, so I work with a company
1: called um, Living Sea, and they make oh, beautiful sea salt and seaweed. Um, like skincare products and they have these amazing um, uh, sea salt crystals. So I've just been, like pretty much I'd have one every day, even when it was really hot because I was just kind of staying inside, like avoiding the heat. It just really helped me relax because I don't know about you, I've just had such an achy back throughout the last stage. I think it's just my body is just changing. I'm noticing that things are kind of starting to feel... I don't know just different you know yeah. I'm sure because you're very in tune with your body with your yoga I'm sure you you'll you're feel the same you, you're just aware that change is happening yeah and it's just becoming slightly more uncomfortable and for me like the bath like a bath has been the only thing and like stretching out on my yoga ball but that's kind of really been the only way that I can relax all my muscles and I think subconsciously I'm like okay this is what a water birth is going
0: to be like they do say like at the beginning of labor take a bath yeah yeah
1: completely that's what my midwife was saying she was like if you have your contractions and you know you're not ready to go to hospital she like just get in the bath and I was mm. like okay yeah
0: I think I had a huge realisation a couple of days ago when I woke up. I, I did way too, way too much. Yeah. And um, I woke up the next morning and I felt so stiff and so yes. sore. And I thought, yeah. oh, my goodness, if I go into labour today, this is going to be horrible because I'm exhausted. Yeah. No, I completely.
1: and I'm, I'm, I'm terrible for that as well. Like because we've, so we've been renovating our house mm-hmm. um, throughout the pregnancy really you know so we we I think we started in April so I was still I was all, I already had I was showing yeah um because obviously you we found that I was pregnant on the 20th of December so come April I definitely had a little bump and um I feel like I was more like reluctant to lift and, and do all the kind of heavy heavy things
0: then whereas now
1: like even at the weekend I was like yeah but no I'll pass you chairs in the loft yeah no it's, yeah. that's not a problem and I'll lift up this heavy bag and I think he as much as he doesn't want me to do things I'm so stubborn I think yeah. he's just kind of gone I oh, don't you know what I'm just gonna let her do what she wants and but it's but I'm the same though I definitely feel like I get a bit carried away and I think I can do it all and I woke up the other morning and I was like oh I feel like I might have maybe like pulled a muscle, or they're definitely like, you know, I felt like I'd overdone it, and I was just like, oh gosh, I'm so stupid, but it's so hard when you're quite an independent person anyway, I don't like, um, I don't like being told I can't do anything, and And I I don't like feeling like I can't, so I'm like, no, I'm fine, I can I can still work and I can still exercise and do all the house renovations. It's just sometimes I get to the point where I'm like, oh, God, no, I can't do anything
0: now. The amount of times I have had, like, funny looks or something from people of me doing something that they think I shouldn't be doing or I've had to say to people, I'm pregnant, I'm not sick, I'm just pregnant, it's not a big deal. I
1: I had it with um, surfing, so I surfed up until uh 27 to 28 weeks and the only reason I actually stopped um it wasn't because it became uncomfortable it just became so busy so we're going into bank holiday season summers like coming and yeah. I just for me it was the crowds yeah um that put me off because I know I'm I'm a competent surfer I know to ha- how to jump off a surfboard and stay safe but it's the other people who are learning yeah. and I just felt like I almost didn't want to put them in a position where they felt comfortable around me. So Yeah. But even walking down to the beach, obviously with a full pregnant belly and a longboard, I had so many funny looks. And I actually had quite a few people like go, okay, Should you be doing that? I had exactly I'm like, the well, same. It's fine. Yeah. I know my limits. I'm listening to my body. Everybody's different. And I would never Encourage anyone to push themselves in surfing or even like you for you, you, like in your yoga, you know, you have to listen to your body. But I knew that I was absolutely fine. But it's just so funny how people just want to pass judgment and opinions and tell you that you're like, okay, thanks, but I'm gonna do what I want,
0: (laughs) exactly. I had it with sup yoga and and sup. I so I taught my last retreat, um, when I, I think I was 34 weeks pregnant, and um. And we went out and we did, like, a SUP expedition and SUP yoga. Yeah. And, oh, my God, the looks, the looks and the comments on the beach, it made me feel so uncomfortable. But I was like, I, Completely. I, I do yeah. this for a living. Like, I know, I know when something doesn't feel right, this is fine. Yeah. And
1: I actually think
0: that... I think it's great that pregnant
1: women go out and carry on doing what they were doing before. You know, all you ever hear is just don't take up something new, which you would never do anyway. But I do not see the problem in carrying on with the sport or your hobby that you absolutely love because there's so many things you can't do when you're pregnant like I cannot wait to have a large glass of red wine and a bowl <laughs> of mussels like honestly that you know there's things that you've really missed and throughout the summer just having cocktails with my friends and Just, you know, and being, as as another, like, being able to do, like, a really high-intensity, like, exercise class and not feel completely exhausted. You know, there's so many things that are essentially kind of taken away from you. And people just want to wrap you in cotton wool, which is lovely. But also, you still need to have some kind of element of your life before to just keep you going, I think. And for me, that was definitely surfing. And for you, it's, like, obviously, your yoga and sup yoga. And for someone else, it'll be like tennis or whatever. But you know your own limits. And I think as long as you listen to your
0: body, then you're absolutely, I think you'll be fine. My mum's partner bought um, just like a tiny little speedboat um, this summer. Oh, cool. And yeah. I was like, really? You had to buy it this summer? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm on a ski and wakeboard and wake skate and I was like, oh. Really, I cannot believe you have just bought this boat and I can't freaking go on it. Yeah. So that's the that's the thing that's I'm most the- looking forward oh, to gosh, next yeah. summer. <laughs> it's so, that's typical, isn't it? I know, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was like, the bloody timing, really. I
1: know, I know. <laughs> but it's fine. Next, next summer, you can enjoy it.
0: <laughs> exactly. Although I think the realization's just hit because I am, um, Hendrick and I would really love to have two kids quite close together. Okay. Um, yeah. My sister and I are only 18 months apart and I love oh, our relationship okay. that we have. Yeah. Um, Although he's now freaking out. He's like, I don't think I can do this again. I don't know. I'm like, you haven't done anything yet. I
1: was about to say, I mean, it must must have been been so hard for him growing that baby. baby. I know. I was
0: like, you have not done anything yet. But (laughs) I think the realisation was if we wanted the kids 18 months apart, we would have to conceive around April, I think.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which again, cuts out another flipping summer.
1: (sighs) It does. And you almost (laughs) at the start, which is the kind of the, the early stages of pregnancy are the ones where you do have to be a little bit more careful, don't you? Oh yeah, of definitely. The more, yeah, the development,
0: but oh, I think water oh, skiing, gosh. wakeboarding, all that business is probably. I mean, I would probably think it's out of the question from day one, really, because of the force of the water. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because you're being
1: pulled by the boat. I
0: think with mm. surfing, it is a lot.
1: It's it's more. Yeah, it's definitely a more gentle sport, and you're kind of the one in control of how hard you fall and when you fall sort of thing
0: exactly.
1: yeah exactly oh blimey! I oh, said so that's your plan then, yeah, because Ben and I we're we're not sure we definitely want to have two children mm-hmm. um maybe more but definitely two I've got two years yeah two years between um uh, myself and my brother and That's great. And we have a really awesome relationship, especially now as adults. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Ben's got, um, he's actually got really big age gaps between his um, brothers. So he almost felt like he was a bit of an only child. So he's definitely keen to have another one. But it's just knowing... How long do you leave it? Absolutely. And I think selfishly as well, I'm really conscious that I'm like, I want to get my body back to how Definitely. it felt before because I'm really excited to get fit again and not necessarily like aesthetically, like I don't really care about how I look. It's more like how I feel and I want to feel strong and healthy again. Yeah. And I'm like okay do I do that and then enjoy that for a bit and then have another child or oh yeah. it's just yeah it's so it's so hard to know what to do um and for us we would probably then have to renovate the house again because we're only in a two bed and, you know all these things you've got to think about but oh it's, oh, it's so exciting though
0: it is exciting. This next stage yeah. of our lives, it's insane. I
1: know. It's so insane. grown up, but, but then, then at, at the, the same, same time, I still just... feel like I'm 19. And I know.
0: Just... I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. you ever listened to one of my first podcasts, but it was about me going to buy a pregnancy test. And I was like, Oh
1: my gosh. I'm yes. 29 so years I...
0: yeah. old, and <laughs> this is a totally respectable time to be having yes. a child, yet I feel Completely. like I'm a 12 year old. I was exactly the same. So we.
1: We kind of sensed that something was different. Ben looked at me one night and he just said, I think you're pregnant. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just waiting. I felt like it was going to be the period from hell because I was starting to get stomach cramps. And I was like, I'm really late. And I just kind of thought like, oh, I'll brush off his comment. You know, we've had times before where we thought we're pregnant and we're not. Yeah. And then something came over me on this this day. And I remember it because we'd all gone out for work drinks and I was like I'm just gonna have an apple ties I'm not gonna have a beer or a glass of wine and it was around Christmas I think I was in a really dodgy Christmas jumper or something I I remember feeling my stomach and being like it feels different And I just thought something in me was like go and get a pregnancy test so I went to Morrison's and so the clear blue ones were in plastic packaging, which had to be taken out by one of the cashiers, or there were these the cheaper ones, yeah, which weren't in packaging, and I was like, "I'll go for the cheaper ones, because I was embarrassed, which is ridiculous, Isn't you know it ridiculous? I'm like. I oh, so what was I 29 at the time and yeah. which I and mean, like you said and I'm married and also it doesn't matter whatever age you are, if you're going to do a pregnancy test and you think you're pregnant, that's a good thing, you know, to find out. But I, I was exactly the same. I went to a, a checkout where it was a self-serve one. I went home, did both the pregnancy tests. They, they came up with one definite strong line and one faint line and yeah. I was like oh god the only way I'm going to find out is if I go and get a proper clear blue one that's going to tell me the weeks you know and have it in bold pregnant or not pregnant so I like, jumped in my car went to the pharmacy which was just around the corner and I just thought do you know what sod it and like one of my brother's friends mum served me and I was like don't oh, even care no. like it's fine I've just got to do it and I, Rushed home, and by the time I'd got home, both of the pregnancy tests had got two really strong lines. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm pregnant. And then I did this one, and it said two to three weeks, and I just – oh, God, I just couldn't believe it. Such a crazy feeling. But I was the same as you. I was convinced that when I would go for my 12-week scan that they were going to be like, there's not even a baby there, you're not even pregnant. I was just like, how – no, I'm, there's nothing, no, I'm not, I, I can't be. And I was like, should I do more tests? And Ben was like, I think three is enough, Corinne. <laughs> 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 but you just, it's such a surreal experience. But at the same time, you know, I, I completely empathise with you. I felt I felt so nervous going to buy a pregnancy test, and I just thought, this is so ridiculous. Yeah. That stigma needs to go. But I don't, I don't know why I even felt like that, but I just... I don't know, I just think it's maybe from, I don't know, I, don't, I, I can't really put my finger on it, because like you say, I'm married, and I'm old enough to have a child, and it not
0: be uh, I controversial. All, I think it's all like the sex ed that we've had, and like, yeah, you probably. Know, don't get pregnant, don't get pregnant, don't get pregnant, yeah, don't get pregnant, yeah, yeah. and then you're like, okay, well I'm trying to get pregnant, and then you actually are pregnant, you're like, oh, is this is this okay? Is this Completely. allowed? Is this right? And I was just convinced that I was going to see
1: somebody, and like they'd be like, "Oh, what have you got there?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm pregnancy test." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And because we actually kept we kept it quiet for a really long time. So I remember seeing that you had yes. announced it, and then I messaged you because I was like, "Oh my god, I am too!" Yeah. But I wasn't telling. I'd obviously told my close friends and family, um, but I hadn't shared anything on social media.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And I I don't really know why. I think I just wanted to keep it uh, like just kind of share it between myself and Ben. And I also knew the moment that I announced it um, to the world of social media that my my following and my feed and everything would change. And I was just kind of not quite ready for that. Yeah. Um, Whereas now I'm totally ready and I'm loving like the mum, the motherhood, and the parent, like the parent community, like everyone has just been so awesome, and so welcoming, and I'm sure you're the same, you probably get so many lovely messages from expecting mums, and it's so nice to just chat about your experiences, and like I've, there's so many women on Instagram that I've been chatting to, who are now having their babies, yes. and then sharing hints so nice, like, and tips with me, and I'm like, oh my god, amazing, yeah, I hadn't even thought of that, and you know, and it's just so nice. You feel like you're definitely part of this little like gang, and you're like, well, like welcome to the club. And yeah. I love it. It's
0: really cool. It's lovely. I mean, my yeah. I I not sure if I would have put it out on social media if it wasn't for the podcast. Yeah, completely. Um, because it is it is a big it is a big thing, and I think yeah, I, mean, I don't plan for baby to really feature that much on mm. my. Probably will in in stories, but not yeah. on my yeah. actual feed.
1: I think I'm the same and I think Ben is definitely the same as well. Obviously I'm definitely going to talk about my experiences and my journey as like, as you will, but I will probably put up a couple of photos, but it's like my Instagram is, it's my life and the baby will be an element of it, but it won't be my entire life. You know, I'll still have so many other things going on that I will be talking about and sharing. Um, but yeah, it's just such a it's a funny one, isn't it? And as you know, as there are so many wonderful people on social media, there are also a lot of not so nice people. Oh and my goodness! I yes. don't feel like I want to open myself up to a barrage of insults and comments and opinions on how I'm raising my child because it's very much up to me
0: and Ben how we raise our child. You know yeah. and it's it's such a, a fine line, isn't it? Definitely. Oh definitely. We will have to come back on the podcast and share your birth story.
1: I will do, definitely. definitely. Yeah. yeah.
0: I can't, can't wait, wait to find <laughs> out what it's like. I know no, me I'll be, neither. I'll be really honest. <laughs> me neither. I mean I'm I'm yeah. I, I'm not nervous, I'm excited about labour,
1: I am. I am, t- I'm exactly the same. I think the thing I'm more nervous about is kind of after and like getting my head around yes. breastfeeding yes. and sleeping. And that I think that's a, the element that scares me the most because I feel like, I mean, I'm really, I'm so excited about the labour, and I feel like whatever happens, I've got, I'm going into it with a really positive mindset. I've got an amazing support network around me, and I don't feel like there's any need to be scared because this is what we're built to do, you know. Absolutely. And ultimately, the like, we're kind of just there as a vessel. The baby does most of the work, and your body just kind of kicks into overdrive and does it really for you. We just have to go through the un-
0: uncomfortable, like cramping feelings and you know so absolutely yeah oh my goodness well I am gonna let you go because we have been chatting for well over an hour oh my gosh (laughs) we should have just had a call first I know (laughs) but it's lovely because then we can share this with everyone and I think I think the listeners will be really um love to hear kind of just our catch up chat yeah yeah
1: yeah no definitely that's awesome um but yeah no and I'll I'm good luck with everything thank you and to you keep in touch definitely yeah yeah, for sure and then um yeah I'll definitely catch up after and by then you'll have probably had yours and then we can compare birth stories I know know. and we
0: absolutely will we will do this again and we will have to compare birth stories for sure oh my gosh have have a lovely weekend of no working as well
1: yeah I know I'm gonna try and make sure you start napping I know
0: (laughs) and have more baths. I will I absolutely will oh well thank you so much for coming on the podcast no problem